What an absolute barn thrashing garbage disgusting performance today. In the words of Charles Barkley, terrible, terrible, Kenny. <laughs> can't even, can't even fathom. This is LTTR postgame podcast. Hello, happy new year, and welcome to LTTR postgame podcast, where the Eagles go down in flames 35 to 31. I don't know where to begin, uh, probably should begin with the defense and uh Wow, I think I'll begin with this. It's the two-minute warning. My uh, call-in guest, the DRE, I texted him. Actually, let me pull that text up. I texted him, and I said this. Time was 3.44 p.m. I texted this before the drive started. Cardinals are going to score a TD. And I put 10 angry, uh, 10 angry emojis. And then I put that last drive, which I'm going to document here, that the Eagles had was playing not to lose instead of playing to get the win. So many negative things come out of this. Uh, yeah. Forget the number one seed. Bye. Home field advantage throughout the playoffs. That's out the window. And I think you can, you can pretty much once again have the narrative of no repeat NFC East winner. Looks like the Philadelphia Eagles will be going on the road and probably losing uh, first round matchup to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, it's just my uh, perspective here. Right after the game, literally the game. It's four oh six. The game just ended. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so let's go into first segment. First impressions. You only get one chance to make a first impression. Oh, man, the impressions are, yeah, well, let's just say this. Thought the offense did fine. You know, what else could have they done except for that last drive? Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't think this is on the offense at all. I think this is on coaching, and it's on the defense. And just a big hot mess. But let's just go over that last drive, Okay. Odd side kick by the Cardinals. Eagles recover. There's like uh, maybe five minutes to go uh, in the game. An eternity for this Eagles team. 
So first and 10, uh, DeAndre Swift runs for one yard. Second and nine, Jalen Hurts pass to A.J. Brown for 18 yards. Next one, uh, DeAndre Swift uh, runs for no gain. And then we get a penalty. Holding call. So first and 20. We're going backwards. Uh, Jalen Hurts run off the right tackle for four yards. Uh, Great. And, um, you know, nothing. So second down play. Uh, Jalen Hurts looked like another run play. And uh, he loses three yards. And then you got your third and 19 glorious bubble screen for uh, no gain. Actually, it was, for I guess, for four yards. Um, and then you've kicked a field goal with two minutes and 37 seconds left. Let's go over this, uh, this uh, Eagle defense. Not even counting the, the, the Dallas or uh, the New York Giant game last week. Uh, the Seattle game, that last drive. Remember that last drive, listeners? Um, so you have that one. And then you go back prior to that, the Cowboys, the 49ers, and like eight, I don't know how many drives, just touchdown, 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 touchdown. In this game, I'm almost positive, going over the stats here, yep, the Arizona Cardinal punter did not touch the field, except maybe to hold extra points. Um, field goal, first drive, 14 play. Second drive, eight plays, 43 yards, and then they threw the interception for the pick six. Um, and they come down a 16-play drive, 10-minute drive for a field goal. And then they had the, the two plays at the end of the half. Uh, they start out the second half. Touchdown, 75, uh, six-minute drive. Next one, nine plays, 77-yard, five-minute drive for a touchdown. And then the final one, eight plays, 77-yard drive. Took up four minutes and 30 seconds. Um, uh, actually, that was uh, not their final drive. Their final drive... Seven plays, 70 yards in only two minutes. Um, this defense isn't stopping anybody in the playoffs. Um, and I, I don't know where to – I don't even know where to look. I think it's personnel. Uh, love the guys, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, uh, you know, but they probably just don't have those young, those young, young, young legs. Uh, Jordan Davis started out the year great, and he's kind of fallen off a bit. Jalen Carter, uh, you know, I think he's had a, a, a nice rookie year. But, I mean, he's – and I know he gets double teamed a lot, but he's really not making much of an impact uh, at this current state. Uh, the back end, you know, saw some nice things from Sidney Brown. Uh, but they they can't cover anybody. Um and they haven't been able to cover anybody for a long time. And, you know, they're not going to stop San Francisco. They're not going to stop Dallas. Uh, I don't know who they could stop. Um, 
probably I don't think they can stop Detroit. So we go from last night, people saying, oh, we want Dallas to lose. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was hoping for Dallas to lose. I never root for Dallas. And so here we are. I don't know who Dallas plays in the final week. Um, I know it's not the Giants. But, yeah, just that last drive, play calling. What were we doing? What, what was the... What was the mentality? The drive before that, you just manhandled them, took it down, barely threw any passes, and scored a touchdown. And then on this one, it was kind of like they were, you could just tell by, you know, the, just the feel. Like, they were not looking to score. And I, I <laughs> did they watch the defense that entire game? You felt good about a field goal, and you were just going to, settle for a field goal it's one thing if you you go and you're being aggressive and and maybe there's a sack or some kind of a play happens that you got to settle for a field goal but they they were once they got that first first down in the air to AJ Brown they were looking to try to take as much time off the clock and get a field goal um I I really don't have much more to say um, <laughs> before I call the DRE about this game. Uh, frustration, frustration, frustration. And I think if you just kind of look at it, they're just, they're not an upper echelon team. And offensively, I still think they're, they're fairly decent. Defensively, no, no. And, I mean, pretty much all year, they haven't. I know they haven't been giving up rush yards, but their their pass offense has just not been good all year. James Bradbury hasn't been good. Darius Slay has been okay when he's in there. Uh, and then I was watching the young guys today, and, you know, it's kind of up in the air. Uh, but you, I think I think you're just kind of you're starting to see that the the little emphasis that the Eagles organization places on linebackers, and uh, you know even maybe even safeties. I think I like Reed Blankenship, but is he going to be that big time athletic making plays? I think he's solid in the back, but he's going to need some people around him. But if he's one of many. You know, solid, good players. I, I don't know if you can, you can win long term with that. So Jalen Hurts, I thought had a nice game. Um, you know, for the most part, the offensive game plan I thought was 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 good. Uh, but Arizona's offensive line just whooped, manhandled this Philadelphia Eagles defensive line. Don't have the totals, but I know on the broadcast it was it was over 200 yards rushing. And, uh, yeah. So I think I'm going to end my, my time there, and uh, we'll be right back with the DRE's perspective. All right, and we're back, and we have live the DRE. DRE, just give me your thoughts right off the top. 
Wow, I don't even know where to start from coaching to lethargic defense, tackling. I mean, there were so many things that were just, you know, beyond comprehension. You're watching, you're like, you would have thought Arizona was playing for the number two seed the way they played uh, in the NFC's crown versus the Eagles with everything they had in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think from the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, I think that I think you guys think you got to find a new defensive coordinator. Somebody who's more aggressive, works on fundamentals, stay in your lane, tackling. I mean, if anybody comes available from the Raiders, from what they're doing right now, I say sign them up right away and bring that scheme in of attacking fundamentals, tackling, just aggressive ball hawk style of play. Um, you know, just a new attitude culture that's and offensively, I would get Frank Reich in there. If he doesn't get locked down by somebody, those are two things I would address ASAP and get something in there to, to motivate these guys. Like, and say, look, you know, you know what you got in front of you, you talk is cheap and you got to play on the field in 60 minutes. You got to back it up. Yeah. I mean, I thought, you know, I don't really have too many things to say about the, the offensive game plan. You know, it wasn't. High octane, but they rarely had the ball. The defense couldn't couldn't stop uh, my fourth grade recess football team. And uh, I mean, you realize they did not punt once today. They didn't. I saw that statistic, and I was like, "Did I read this wrong?" I mean, I just thought that was, I mean, incredibly poor. The only the only stop they got on defense was when the the half ran out. <laughs> Right, which is a normal occurrence, right? That's not anything other than just the way the game flow is. Right, yeah. And, I mean, is the are, are the defensive linemen, are they just cooked? Is it two, three games too many for them for the season and this is what's left in the tank? I mean, they just look slow, uninterested, and clueless. Right, that's putting it mildly. I mean, I, I mean, you're a coach. What would you say to these guys? I mean, you can only do so much motivating, and then it comes down to you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what can I do to help my teammates elevate their game and make me better as well? Um, I, I have no idea. All I know is, like you texted, you know, the NFC East is – no longer in in the picture, and I, I I'm, I'm saying this right now. I don't even know if if we're getting a win next week. I, I I really think. I mean, there's a lot of good leaders on this team, but I think we're we could be on the verge of seeing some uh, some just organizational collapse. Wow. And then when you look at that, you you think about not. It doesn't seem like that long ago they were the best team in the NFL. They were undefeated. They were ten and one, and they were rolling. And now the fact that we're even talking about this is just mind boggling. It is. I mean, it's, it's like hard to believe. Yeah, I mean, such it's like a nightmare. And it happened so quick, like you said. And I can't. You know, they were winning a lot of games. I think we documented this last week that uh, they. You know they could have lost to Washington twice. They could have lost the 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 uh, Kansas City game, the Buffalo game. You know we could be not even sniffing the playoffs right now, but we but we are. And so you you have an invitation. I'm just trying to figure out what what do you, where do you go from here? How do you how do you write the ship? Well, we know they had a couple of closed door meetings. We know you see. 
you know, you've seen the interviews with A.J. Brown and some of these other guys, and now you have to worry about Devontae Smith with an ankle injury who went out. I don't know if you saw that or not. I did see that. I'm, I don't really uh, – I'm not really bothered by that so much. I am bothered by the drop, the drop ball that he had that could have extended that drive instead of going three and out. Um, and I'm sure he's going to be disappointed – at that as well. I know the announcers were saying you got to put that out in front of him, but there was a blitz right in Jalen's face. And, uh, you know, it's a fairly, fairly decent ball that you got to just come up with. But, um, yeah, I, I don't even know where to, where to go, but it is telling on the sideline. I never see anybody communicating with the offensive coordinator as far as a player, except Jalen hurts. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, because when you see Devontae, A.J. come off, they usually go to the little white bench there, and they're not – there's nobody actually like, hey, what do you think of this? Like, when they're looking at plays and stuff, you'll see people chattering, but there's no direct, like, hey, standing beside them. Hey, what about this? I see this out there. Maybe we could try this, because there's some mismatches here if you're not seeing it in your play calling. Right. And, you know, they, we, we only see what the cameras show us, so right. I can't be totally – uh, uh, you know, sure on that, but yeah, I just get the feel that you know we we've got a we've got a a coaching problem, uh, and you know they already made one switch, and <laughs> yeah, wow, you know I don't know what's going on there now, uh, but also I think you got to bring it back to specifically on the defensive side, you got to bring it back to the players. They're just they're not making plays. Right, accountability. You have to literally, when you're watching film, you know, tough love. When you're doing film study and you see tough love where you're missing your gap, you're not wrapping up a guy. You're tackling, like half tackling, I'll call it, if you want to call that, or whiffing. I mean, that's where, you know, you address it and you say, okay, look, player X, Y, or Z, you see this. How are you going to move forward in order to be better for yourself and to be better for your teammates so that you can get to that that precipice of where you want to go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of conversation because you're getting paid a lot of money to perform. You know you can do better, but how are you as an individual, as a teammate, going to you know do your part without overcompensating or trying to do too much? Right. Um. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just trying to think as a head coach what what would I what would I be saying? What would I be doing? You know, we've lost four out of five, and the the one game we did win was was anything but a confidence booster. And um, yeah, I I I would be. I mean, Sirianni looked pretty rough after the Seahawks game in the press conference. I can only imagine what he's going to look like here. Uh, you know, I, I think we're struggling to find answers. Yeah, and you really need to, like, you need to be moving, like, you need to be, like, kind of, like, elevating your game. As you go into the playoffs, you want to go in feeling high. You want to, you know, ride that momentum swing. You don't want to go in reeling, and I think that's, like, the complete opposite of what you want to do. Now, can you turn it on? Of course you can turn it on, but I haven't seen anything that's going to say, look, we're going to go from 20 to 100 because let's say today the 20 out of 100, we're going to get an 80% swing or an 80-point swing. I don't see that, and I want to see that. Right. right. I mean, you, I mean, we all do. I mean, that's like – it's just – it's amazing, though. Because, I mean, last year they weren't firing on all cylinders, but Jalen was hurt. 
Um, you know, the Eagles back in 2017 were struggling with trying to find a new identity. Carson Wentz getting hurt. This this one just kind of feels like a. I mean, I'm just going off my gut hunches from what I've you know what I've read and and listened to and see on the field is I just feel like like uh, things are not are not going to end well here. I just get this feeling. Uh, yeah. And even if you have to make changes, changes are okay as long as they're ones that you feel are going to put the organization on the uptick or on the upswing. And then the players, one thing I would do if I'm going to bring in a coordinator or for offense, well, other than Frank Reich maybe would be my offensive guy, but for defense, I would actually, you know, confer with my players like United and say, look, you know, we, what are our strengths and look at it as a unit and say, who do we feel as a team and involve the players in the decision and see, you know, what they think, because if there's somebody out there that the system's going to help make this defense what it was last year or better, you know, I would, I would go all in on that because you've got the players' confidence. They're going to buy in or they're going to play harder. They're going to be better. I mean, that's what I would do personally if it was me as the head coach, because you're involving everybody and it just creates a unity. It keeps a, a unity if it's, you know, not there now. And it's going to allow you to be better in, in an area you have to improve on. All right, uh, Dre, let's go through a real quick uh, new segment here with you. It's called Rapid Fire. I got a couple questions for you and want you to answer them. Number one, Eagles make the playoffs. What happens? Wow. um, Jekyll and Hyde. We'll see if Jekyll or Hyde shows up. Nick Sirianni, is he on the hot seat? Yes. Wow, okay. I did not think you were going to say that. Okay. Um, Yeah. Jalen Hurts, is he the future going forward? I still believe in Hurts, yes. A.J. Brown wanting to be traded in the offseason? Maybe, but I hope not. <laughs> is this Jason Kelsey's last season? If they don't win the Super Bowl, yes. Okay. There you have it. The rapid fire with the D R E, the three point specialist. Right. And listen, happy new year to you and your family. And uh, hopefully in 2024, we go undefeated and take it all the way. That's right, baby. Let's go birds. Hey, happy new year. We'll talk soon. Happy new year. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Uh, There he is. The D R E. We said, when we when I answered the phone call, or I called him, uh, he said no rapping today, which I can understand. He's not feeling the vibe after that performance. So, uh, kind of going into uh, my game time high fives, I still want to give them out. Uh, you know, I gotta give one to Sidney Brown for that that pick six. That was he showed a little bit of explosion. I didn't think he had. Uh, so that was a nice run back. Uh, the interception was cake, but the maneuvering through and 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 making it all the way to the end zone was was was, was nice to see. Uh, give out another game ball to Jalen Hurts. I thought he had a nice game, and uh, you know, unfortunately, he had that interception at the end. Not that stats make a difference, but I'm sure that'll affect his QBR rating. But uh, I thought he had a 
but in a nice game. And you know, I don't know how play calling goes and what he has to choose, but that that last second to last drive was was utterly disappointing. And then always like to give out three high fives. I'm really struggling to give one here, uh, but I'll give one out to uh, the Dallas Goddard. Thought he had a nice game. Uh, I don't think he had any drops, and I don't have the stat sheet right in front of me, but I feel like every target he had, he, he caught and uh, had the nice touchdown catch and uh, some other nice, you know, sustaining, drivable catches, which are important. And there you have it. Eagles go to 11-5. and five. One game remaining. They've clinched the playoffs. I mean, who knows? Dallas could lose next week. Eagles could still win the NFC East. But at this point, it's like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me if they're at home or they're on the road. Uh, I think actually, for their sake, they probably have a better chance of being on the road. Uh, They'll be the, you know, one of the top non-division winners. So I imagine they'll play Tampa Bay. And I mean, they could win that. And then I think that would take them to they would probably be the higher seed unless uh, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas would play Detroit. And if they would win out and the Eagles would have San Francisco at Candlestick. I know it's not Candlestick Park anymore, but wow. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see all the interactions, interviews, and um, yeah, just the the mood moving forward for this 2023 edition of the Philadelphia Eagles. I think I'm going to wrap it at that. Happy New Year. Drive safe. Don't drink and drive. Come on. Uh, don't be stupid enough to do that. So... Have a great 2024 start, and hopefully there'll be good things coming in the next couple of weeks. For the birds, I'm A.J. Beamer. Thanks for listening.